there was the sub that went down to see the Titanic and it imploded and everyone was oh, basically making fun of it on the internet. Titanic therefore was sort of trending in the whole space of the internet. Uh, Fuji TV on June 24th and July 1st scheduled to play Titanic because that's what people want to see. People want to see the movie Titanic and everyone's like going, oh, that's in very poor taste. You shouldn't show that. Um, but it turns out they'd made the schedule on May 23rd, you know, months before the actual Ocean Gate submarine thing happened. So they were really just continuing on with their scheduled programming. So it's a question of if I make a schedule to play a movie and an incident happens that relates to that movie, is it in poor taste to stick to my schedule? And I don't know. So I think I go along with the people who are like, look, Titanic even if you like it or not, is a very popular film. It's going to be shown on TV regularly. If you don't want to see it and it offends you, don't watch it. It's really that simple. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. If I was the head of programming for Fuji TV, and we're like, okay, we're going to play Titanic, like a two-hour, two-hour-and-a-half-hour movie. So that's a huge block of our scheduled time. We're going to play that today. And then a... Sub explodes, implodes. Very important to get the difference right. A sub implodes. Uh, do you continue with your scheduled programming? I think you do. Because again, people have the choice. This is one of the problems with people and like media is people watch media and then they get offended and they start to complain. They don't seem to realize they could at any point stop watching that media. This, this is not just TV. This is TV, internet, movies, whatever. If you find something offensive, don't watch it. If it doesn't get watched, it goes away. Well, except for this podcast. No one watches this podcast or listens to this podcast. And I'm still here. It's like years and years later, I'm still saying the same dumb crap into the same mic. It's actually a new microphone from when I started. Way better microphone. HyperX Solocast. 6,000 yen on Amazon. (laughs) Uh, There's a group I work with called Blind Knowledge. They are just a group of podcasts. They're getting together. Um, They're trying to get ads so we can make some money, which is great. Uh, So I'm going to practice. I'm going to practice by doing, just dropping in little ads here and there everywhere we go. HyperX Solocast. You can sponsor the podcast. I'll mention the microphone. It's up right in front of, if you watch the video on YouTube, I always stick it up in front of my face. I've made sure I got a bright red um, cable, USB cable to connect it to my computer. Uh, why? Because it matches the piping on my stupid chair. I didn't do that consciously, but when I saw, oh, I need to plug it in, it came with like a very long black cable, which would have been sort of nondescript. But then I saw I had this one in my, in my, um, in one of my junk drawers, basically. And then I noticed it matches the chair and I was like, oh, I could have it. And then I put a red border around the screen. That's all on purpose. People don't think of me as the kind of person who does stuff for aesthetics because generally I don't. But I saw, I was like, oh, I could match my chair and my cable and the border on the screen. Yeah, why not? Just click of a button. HyperX SoloCast for SoloCasting your hyperness. I don't know. I guess I have to work on that part. Anyways, I don't think Fuji TV did anything wrong by playing the video about rich people dying when a bunch of rich people died because no one cares about rich people. You should listen to the last 
C. McBee to get a good sense of why people don't care. Because I actually go into uh, a little talk about empathy and the function of empathy. It's very good. If I'm, gonna, I'm, if I'm being really honest, I'm uh, like I've done some shit episodes. That was a good episode. It, it drew in a lot of ideas. Uh, you should you should definitely if you like whatever, just listen to that. Finish listening to this first. Don't just like, oh, well, he told me to listen to that. Stop and then go away. I suppose they're already gone. Already lost that group. Oh, well. There's a vice principal, and uh, he was very helpful. He put up some curtains in a classroom for a teacher, and he, uh, they had a kerosene space heater, so he went and got kerosene and filled it up again. And he, he decided that he needed some appreciation. He needed to be, you know, so someone to, to show him that, that a very specific uh, teacher, by the way, she should show some appreciation for the efforts he did on her behalf. So he asked for some kisses. A little kiss. I filled up your space here. A little kiss, please. Uh, I, I put up some curtains for you. A little kiss, please. Um, she seemed to think this was sexual harassment. He's just asked for a little kiss here and there. Uh, he actually asked for five. Uh, and once tapped on her shoulder and did a hugging gesture. The teacher felt harassed, went to a, another teacher and just sort of gave him the, the rundown. The other teacher was like, holy shit, no, this is not okay. Uh, he was pulled into a meeting and he said, I felt that there were no problems with my actions, which therein lies the problem with his actions because he thought that was okay. I, let's say I have a coworker or something I find very attractive. I know that going up and asking for kisses for mundane tasks is not appropriate work behavior. I might want to do it. I'm like, oh, she's very pretty. I'd like some kisses. I know that there is a problem with me asking for kisses. I just know that inherently. I wasn't even taught that. No one sat down and went through a list of rules for me when I joined companies and started working and stuff. They, they never said like, hey, Peter, if you, if you pick up a heavy box for a lady... Don't ask for kisses. They didn't have to say that to me. Apparently, they needed to say it to this guy. Uh, it still probably wouldn't have worked. Um, when, during, when he was being suspended, he hasn't been fired yet, but when he's being suspended, he said he had intended to improve communication in the workplace. How, again, how is the question that never gets answered? I want to be on these boards. I want to be the guy on the board who talks to these people. I don't know how I get that job. The, the problematic board member. No, that makes it sound like I'm the problem. The investigation into problematic behavior board member. That's better. Uh, I want to be that guy. And when he says to me, dead seriously, I intended to improve communication in the workplace, I can look at him and go, how? How does asking for kisses improve communication? And then listen to the incredibly, because he's going to have a dumb, long answer. You know the answer is long. The answer is long because... They're trying to justify gross behavior because and, and, that's what these people do. Uh, and again, he doesn't think anything's wrong. So he's going to have reasons like, oh, if we do more kissing, we'll feel closer and work together better. He'd say something like that. And he would be dead serious. And he's wrong. Scam alert. Actually, I, I wanted to look some more into scams. That actually might be a theme of a future podcast, either Ninja News Japan or seemingly. I'm looking to some, some of the bigger scams that have gone throughout life. Uh, scams are interesting. Uh, what has happened is a guy did an unboxing video. This unboxing video was one hour and 38 minutes long and he does not say a single word. I didn't watch the whole thing. So he may actually speak at some point, but he ordered 
60 plus packs of Pokemon cards. Okay, so he's a big fan of Pokemon. He wants his Pokemon cards. Uh, he did it through a reseller. There's a website called Mercari where I could sell my HyperX SoloCast microphone should I grow tired of it and want to upgrade to the HyperX Quadcast microphone. Uh, <laughs> the, the Quadcast microphone is the one with lights. So it's a little taller and it has like LEDs inside and you can change colors and you can make it like vibrate, not vibrate physically, vibrate the lights. Um, Although if it did vibrate, you know, ASMR is coming up on you. Um, that's so gross. It's weird when you gross yourself out because it's like you let the intrusive thoughts just come out before you filter them, much like our man and his friendly kisses. <laughs> so the scam, he bought a giant box. He opened the box. This is unboxing video of uh, unboxing videos. What? His unboxing video of opening a box with more boxes in it where he unboxed each box in the box. Uh, so he went to Mercari where he, he bought these from another seller. There were more than 60, I think it was like 64, 65, but a bunch of, a lot. 50 of the boxes had juice boxes inside them instead of cards. So what this person had done, the scam, he got actual Pokemon boxes because every box he unboxes is a real box. And it's not like a real box someone made. It's a real box from the Pokemon Corporation and shrink wrapped. So this guy bought the boxes, opened the boxes, took out the cards, got a juice box, put it in, and then closed up the box, and then shrink-wrapped it again, and then boxed the box into a bigger box and sent that big, big box to this man who bought it on the internet. That's a lot of work. Um, why did he fill it with juice boxes? Well, it was because the juice box weighs basically the same as a box of cards. So the weight of the big box with all the little boxes in the box would weigh the appropriate amount. And so when he got it, he wouldn't be suspicious. He opens the box. I bet you just put a line in there like once open, there's no returns or something like that. And he's actually kind of screwed himself that way by opening to check the boxes that he's unboxing from the big box. I feel bad for this guy. His one hour and 38 minute YouTube video. I did watch chunks of I skipped through it because um, he just opens the box. He, he takes a box out of the big box, the little box out of the big box and he weighs it so it has the right weight and then he opens it up and it's a juice box and then he puts it to the side and then he opens it up. Juice box, juice box, juice box. Box of cards, juice box, juice box, juice box. I bet the box of cards though because this guy's a scammer and he has all the equipment, I bet he's taken out any good cards and just put all the crap cards into the into the box that the guy bought. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's shit, man. Uh, I don't enjoy unboxing videos. The Japan Consumer Agency, so this is the, they monitor television and advertising and stuff to make sure you're not breaking any rules. They went after Domino's and they gave them a warning because of a service charge printed on flyers. So you have the, let's say, list of prices and then delivery fee and whatnot. That all should be together. And then there is a service fee on the other side of the flyer. And that service fee was in really small font, which made it really hard for you to see it. Now it was about 300 yen, 6 to 7% of the cost of the pizza. I was wondering what the service charge is for. Like Domino's is a service. So I'm ordering a service from a service provider to get the service and they add a service charge. That seems like bad service. If I'm being really honest, it seems like inappropriately bad service. I'm not happy about that. 
But I am happy with the HyperX Solocast microphone I have right here in front of me and the dulcet tones you're getting through. It came... Oh, I should actually do... I was about to do like, I should do the mic arm too. The mic arm was 3,000 yen. So in total, the whole setup basically cost nearly 10,000 yen. It's Luling Arts, which is a cheap manufacturer, but it's just, I don't do move the arms around very much. Once I put it in position, it sits there while I do the whole podcast or I play games or whatever. But it came with the pop filter, which is why you're not getting the plosives as strongly as you should. At least I hope not. Um, and then it also came with a variety of ways you can attach it to the arm. So honestly, as far as products go, the HyperX Solocast plus the Luling Arts arm for put, uh, you know putting it on my desk and moving it around and stuff. The arm actually makes a huge difference. Okay, I'm not actually... I know this is like supposed to be a stupid joke that I'm doing throughout the podcast, uh, callbacks and whatnot. It is funny. But if you are going to do podcasting or streaming or something like that, you should get a mic arm because it's way less effort to set it up. If you have an open desk, you can just swing it away. Mine doesn't. It has like a shelf to the side, but I can push it back into the corner and I don't have to like set it up every time. I don't have to get a stand or anything. That is uh, the benefit of the mic arm. So Domino's had a service charge. The service charge was 6 to 7% of your purchase up to 300 yen. Very technically, 299 yen. Uh, but... They said, oh, no, we've gotten in trouble with the consumer agency, the Japan Consumer Agency, so we'll get rid of that service charge and we will just increase the price of pizzas by 9%. And that was part of their apology. We're like, oh, we're sorry we had this service charge that was 300 yen, maybe 6 7% of your pizza pie. We're sorry we did that. We're going to increase the price of pizzas by 9%. So they came out of this making more money, and I now... I hate Domino's. I never cared about Domino's. I didn't have positive or negative feelings about Domino's before. Now, totally 100% negative feelings about Domino's. You sons of bitches. I, that's just awful. The price of everything has been going up in Japan, uh, like little bursts. I've noticed costs of things I just buy regularly have gone up. But on to a new topic. What is a salt? And uh, it is, it's a tough question because it's, it could be a lot of things. And so this was one of the more interesting assaults that I've read about only because I'm a, uh, I don't want to make any assumptions. Let's just go through the story. A man was feeding his child an onigiri. Onigiri is a usually triangular packed rice ball. The very basic one is just rice and salt. They pack it into a ball or they make a little triangle is what you're going to get in like a convenience store. Uh, sometimes they'll push some fish or something into the middle, give it a little flavor boost. Uh, I do like the salmon ones or the, the tuna and mayonnaise. It's like getting, I, like, I don't want to buy a tuna sandwich from a uh, convenience store. I wish I should buy an example and actually do it on screen. They make the sandwich and they, they, it's like a triangle, right? And then there's the bit that faces out towards you and it's this big fat thing of tuna. And it's because they've taken a dollop of tuna and put it at the very front of the sandwich. So it looks big, but then if you open it up, 90% of the sandwich is empty. They say it's so that you can spread the tuna yourself, which no one is ever going to do. So essentially you take one bite of tuna and then you just have like white bread for the rest of the sandwich. Never bought a sandwich again. Furious. And that, that was all convenience stores were judged the same because of this behavior of just one. So the man is feeding his child a rice ball. 
And then his wife starts scolding the husband. They don't say what about. I always want the details. I want to know what she was scolding, but what was she pissed off about? The man shoves the onigiri in her face, which is assault. Like, I'm not joking. It is assault. Now, if he just shoved it in her face, it wouldn't have hurt her. But that's like spitting on someone. Spitting on someone doesn't hurt you physically, but it is assault. So, yes, it is assault. But usually we talk about violence, and I was like, "Eh, it's not really violence, is it? But then, of course, it is violence because, again, the spitting counts. So shoving an onigiri in someone's face should also count. She calls the cops. Cops show up at the guy's house. She's got rice all over her face. That was apparently an important point because that's essentially the evidence that what she's saying was true. I was like, oh, she could call the cops, put rice on her face, and then say he shoved onigiri in my face and he would get arrested. Uh, and he was arrested. I, I mean, there's nothing to say about that. He did assault her because at weddings, it's a tradition. Shove cake in your partner's face. Ha, ha, ha. That's assault. So I think we better like crack down on that. Actually, last week on Ninja News Japan, I talked about a guy who took a job online to steal Pokemon cards, drop them off, and go to a secondary location and collect money for his theft. Uh, Turns out it was a scam. He stole the cards, gave them to a guy who just disappeared and never paid him. This is a weirdly common trend recently in the news of people getting crime jobs online. So, a couple weeks ago, there was a break-in at a luxury watch store. Three kids. I mean, I say kids because the one who got arrested was like 19, but the other two might have been older. They didn't know each other. So actually, that's I don't know the ages of the other people who are the perpetrators. They were part of this ring who got recruited to commit this crime on the internet. They didn't know each other. There was someone sort of coordinating all the stuff. This one guy just got arrested. What he did is he took a job online and they said, go rent a car park it in this parking place, put the key on top of the front right tire, let's say. It was on on top of the tire, but they didn't say which one. And then take off. It was used in the heist last week in Tokyo. So he got arrested for being part of the heist. He didn't even know what the crime was going to be. He just wanted to get paid to pay off some debts. So he took this shady job. But man, guess what? He never got paid. So he he participated in the crime. He was part of the conspiracy to commit a crime, committed the crime, and never got anything for it. So I'm like, if you're going to get arrested, you might as well have at least have committed the crime or profited off the crime you were trying to commit. Like you had, a bunch of guys got away with watches. If they turn them in, they are dead stupid. Like I know reselling, I talked about it last time. I wouldn't know how to resell a watch and not get caught. I actually talked at length about how I couldn't even like launder money properly because I don't know about that. I would have to go online and research it and stuff. And then they would go through my browser and find out that I'd been researching how to launder money. That's my downfall right there. But it is a bit terrifying that all these people are getting into crime and getting ripped off in the crime. But of course, if you're going to commit a crime, don't trust the other criminals. That's like... Crime movie 101. Don't trust any of the other people in your crime circle. Hololive is a VTuber agency. So they they basically... I actually, I, atten- I was considered because I never wanted to put my face on screen. Uh, I thought of doing a VTuber. So get a super cute anime girl VTuber thing. 
and not change my voice. Like not try to do a cute voice, just speak completely normally. Just so I have the, the contradiction. And I, it's weird because as soon as I say that, people, well, it's been done before. Do you know how many things have been done before? Like everything, like music and stuff. Like I get, I'm too late to be the first at pretty much everything in the world, but that's fine. If I do it and I do it well, it's still funny. So I was thinking about doing this podcast with a VTuber face. I was thinking of streaming with a VTuber face, all that kind of stuff. But realistically, uh, I just didn't want to go through the effort of learning another piece of software. That's really more than more than anything else. I just didn't want to learn the software. Um, if something else comes along that's easy in the future, I might do it. But I could do an avatar of my my own face. It would be such a lame avatar. But whatever. Uh, so they had. Hololive, they are an agency for VTubers. They were having a shareholders meeting last week. We also had a conversation about shareholders and this guy showed up and completely inappropriately showed up at the Nintendo meeting. This guy shows up in full, I have to get the name right, Uruha Rusia cosplay. Uh, So cute VTuber girl. This guy shows up in full cosplay and then he gets really angry that he's not allowed in because to get into the shareholder meeting, the company actually holds a lottery. So you don't just like show up, I'm a shareholder, I can join. I assume this guy is a shareholder um, because he thought he could just walk in. And they're like, no, you have to like apply in this lottery because we can only fit so many people in the meeting. And then the people who win the lottery come in, they can ask their questions and whatnot. Also, we want to be able to turn away certain people who obviously are not in the in the right mindset for a shareholders meeting, which is not where we do full cosplay and talk about stuff. What did this person want? They had some signs with them. Uh, they started protesting that they weren't allowed in. They started protesting about the termination of Russia. So basically, their favorite VTuber was being cut and they were coming to the shareholder meeting to demand their reintroduction, which was very similar to the guy who showed up to the Nintendo shareholder meeting who was angry that the female inklings in Spat- Splatoon were being sort of treated better or promoted more than the male inklings from Splatoon. I have to be very careful because I don't play Splatoon, so I don't really know all the verbiage. I read a thing and it said inkling. Now, I don't, I, I'm assuming inkling is both male and female. I can't actually say that's true. What I can say is true, that the HyperX SoloCast microphone is one of the best microphones for the price. See, I could just slide it in. Just, just like DMs, just slide that one in. No one would even notice if I just kept going and didn't, didn't point it out. Uh, so the guy never got in. Uh, Rushi is still terminated, so a complete waste of time. Okay, our last story is because I learned a new word. I don't want to go through this whole story. Four and a half years ago, a man married a virtual idol, uh, Hatsune Miku. So he had a ceremony, he had a wedding. When I read about the story, I was immediately like, I'm going to make fun of this guy. It's going to be really funny. And then his, his, his backstory is pretty tragic. So I stopped wanting to bully him because that's how he ended up the way he is. He had confessed his love. Oh, Creepy McCreepster creepster in the, in the uh, chat has said that inkling is the race. Thank you. I actually, worth knowing if I'm actually going to ever talk about them again. Hopefully I don't. <laughs> it's not like I'm anti-Splatoon. It's just there seems to be a whole backstory there that I don't want to learn. It's all like post-apocalyptic stuff too, from what I understand. But thank you. So an inkling is the race, not the gender, which again, I didn't know. I don't want to judge people based on gender. I'm open. Whatever gender. That's actually related to what I'm talking about right now. So anyways, this guy, 
he had confessed his love in his youth seven times and was rejected seven times. So that hurts. I mean, I, as a young man, tried to ask out girls, got rejected. Uh, but I was lucky enough that I didn't get rejected so much that I kind of like built up a wall to the world around me. This guy on top of that was also bullied in high school and university and then on into the workplace. And he had to take a leave of absence. And so in his leave of absence, this is where all my sympathy started actually like turning really quickly towards this guy. In his leave of absence, when he was like stressed out and living like a shut-in, um, heard a Hatsune Miku song and the voice kind of inspired him. I don't personally like Hatsune Miku music, but the fact that it spoke to him in that moment and made him a happier person, I'm kind of on board. I mean, I don't like stuff that other people like. Other people don't like stuff that I like. I want you to be happy. I want to be happy too. So I suddenly was like, I don't want to make fun of this guy anymore. They did a survey and found that 10% of university students have romantic feelings for a game character or a fictional character, a game character, or an anime character. Female university students, it's 17.1%. So I don't know what you can do with that information, but at least if you want to talk to 17% of the female university population, uh, video game character, you should ask them like what character they like. There's a 20% chance that they're going to get real excited about it and talk about it. And that's the first step is to actually interact with people. So this guy after experiencing years of bullying, finding something that makes him happy, decides that in the real world he wants to marry this virtual idol. He does. And his life is improved. He decides that he's going to find other people like him. And of course, like there are 10% of university students who have those feelings. Maybe they don't go so far as to actually marry a fictional character, but they have those feelings. Uh, he set up a support group, and the support group is for fictosexuals. And like I said, I was going to make a bunch of jokes. I had a bunch of jokes until I read the story. And then I was like, I have nothing but sympathy for this guy. And I hope he and the people in his support group are happy. He was talking about how <clears throat> he goes through life and people call him disgusting and stuff. And it's, it's horrible. And I'm like, he's not hurting anybody. So if he's actually happy with his virtual idol, I hope he stays happy with his virtual idol. Just like I'm happy with my HyperX SoloCast microphone. I just realized that my video could be tagged for promotion, despite the fact that I'm, I am promoting the product, but I'm not getting any money for it. So it's, I guess it's paid promotion is the issue. This is literally just promotion, not paid promotion. So I guess it doesn't count. Uh, unless HyperX SoloCast wants to reach out, I am willing to add the HyperX SoloCast brand, HyperX in general, brand into Every story I do on Ninja News Japan, and I will just, again, I'll just slide it in. People, after a while, won't even notice. It'll be like uh, subliminal advertising because I'll just be so smooth. <laughs>